Triple M's Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Thanks to Makita XGT, the professional choice for cordless convenience, unmatched performance and power without limits. Gus Warland, Jude Bolton and Wendell Saylor. This is the Triple M Rush Hour. Yeah, huge show today. There's more Pearl Jam tickets to give away and also a chance to get involved with all your creepy crawly stories in about 10 minutes' time. And also, Gussie is in the States. We're going to cross to him ahead of the NRL kickoff. He's uh, actually in LA. How are you doing, Candice? I'm fantastic. It's uh, been a good week. I've loved coming in here, but... You, know, you have to put up with Dello. It's He's a punish. I know you two butt heads a fair We bit. do butt heads a little bit. What do you think, Dale? Of course, he always has to be right. I love Candice. He's one of my favourite people. (laughs) I love having her here. It's great. (laughs) Now, did you do little ats as a kid? Hello. Of course I did. Me and Kathy Freeman, mate. (laughs) Up in Mackay. You know the thing about you? I don't think you go a day, an hour without dropping a name. I am a name, Candice. That's why I got this show. (laughs) So this show is all about you. It's mainly about me. Yeah. What was your pet event? Like you're 100 metres. 200 metres was was my go. Well, I'll tell you what. There's a local kid by the name of Helena Carey who broke a world record at Little Aths just a couple of days ago. Let's have a listen. My name is Helena Carey. I'm six years old and my birthday is July the 11th, 2017. Today is the 24th of February. 2024. I will be attempting the six-year-old 300-meter record. 57.57. <laughs> now, this occurred wow. at ES Marks. You know ES yeah. Marks in the How eastern suburbs that? You there. Can't listen to that without having the yeah. hugest smile wow. on your face. A former Swans teammate, Steph Carey, a father, shared that with us this morning. And I tell you what, little Helena, six-year-old, it's her first year of competitive athletics. How good. And already has the world record. I didn't even know that they had world records for six-year-olds. No, not at all. It's military precision as soon as you come over. I need to get my kids to the track. I'm out of here. I'm one of those parents. Oh, the Warner sisters. Yeah, I need to get them to the track. I didn't know there was a world record. They're too busy in the net, surely. Yeah, they're, they're, they're... Busy tennis players. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're going to be That's the tennis awesome. mom. Yeah. Well done. Well oh, done. It's unbelievable yeah. effort. So great. shout out to Steph Carey. Well He'll be done, listening Steph. in at the moment, mate. But okay, next up is the sports all in. Let's go to this right now. The Sydney Roosters have secured the future of their vice captain, Luke Keary, signing him to a one-year contract extension, Dell. Yeah, well, look, Luke uh, Keary, three-time premiership player. Uh, he deserves this, uh, you know, this this one year ex- extension. Even though he's had a few head knocks, as we spoke about before, I think it's you know it's warranted. And uh, you know, obviously, you know, just the experience that he brings uh, in, the, in that Roosters team. Are you surprised that the Roosters have left Angus Crichton out of the side for this weekend's clash? Yeah, I am. Angus Crichton, obviously, is an international, obviously an Origin player. He's one of those guys in your seventeen. He'll do a job. But you know, Trent Robinson feels that he's got that seventeen. He doesn't need Angus at the moment, so he'll work hard. And from all reports, he's pretty disappointed. No place for Corey Oates at Brisbane Dell, while South Sydney has named Cody Walker to return from a calf injury against Manly. Yeah, well, this, was, this is a tough one for the Broncos because Corey Oates, you know, I think he's the second or third uh, you know, leading try scorer in, in the Broncos' uh, history. And he's one of those players, he's big, strong, uh, carries the ball well, is really good in the air. But obviously, you know, Kevy just thinks he's not in their top 17, so disappointing for him. Um, and Cody Walker, mate, I'm glad Cody Walker's playing because when you think about Vegas, you think flashy, you think Cody Walker. What about Eddie Jones has helped set up the blueprint for Manly's preparations in oh, Las Vegas? No. Is this a good thing or not? Well, I know Eddie... 
Eddie and uh, Anthony Seabold are pretty tight. They work together with the England rugby. But I think it's about setting up and it's about rest and recovery and just, you know, get there 10 days before. So um, I think Anthony Seabold said it was really successful rain uh, for Eddie when he had when he's at England, uh, Seabold said. So I think, you know, we'll go with that. We won't go with the Eddie Jones that took the Wallabies to the World Cup. <laughs> Candice, under unchanged lineup for the Aussies against New Zealand as it gets underway tomorrow. Yeah, really looking forward to that. 9am tomorrow. This is going to be a series that Australia are going to win, H- have to win if they want to compete in that World Test Championships final. New Zealand are actually winning that at the moment. Yeah. They're on top of the ladder. Australia are third. New Zealand are always going to be hard to beat at home, but I think Australia are going to just be too strong for them. Now, Cricket Australia is considering expanding the big pass. You reckon that's a good thing or not? Oh, look, we've seen it work in the NRL, the AFL, but I'm just concerned about the quality of the players. I think if they're going to expand, like they've been speaking, that ACT would more than likely be the team. They might even look at New Zealand, a, a New Zealand team. But it just the the cricketing schedule so big at the moment, yeah, and, and we know player. that when the big bash is on, there's a the league going on in Dubai, and there's there's so much. So I think that the schedule needs to be right, and if the schedule's right, then yeah, expansion would be a great thing. What about the AFL Collingwood? 30-point winners over Richmond. Yeah, kicked off their season last night just in the preseason challenge. Uh, you know, 30-point win. Mm. They actually started pretty poorly. Richmond uh, jumped out of the blocks but couldn't put the score on the board. But uh, Collingwood, I mean, Dagoe, Dacos look really sharp. So, you know, they've got their premiership defence in order. And it's going to be a really hot day tomorrow oh, yeah. in Sydney. Change of time for the Swans game. Yeah, they've pushed this back. They had to. It's uh, pushed back three hours. It's uh, being played at Blacktown Olympic Stadium there against Brisbane. So the Swans' first chance to get or their last final hit out before the season kicks off proper next Thursday night at the SCG. So Yeah, well, geez. Massive. Get involved with the show now because what is your creepy, crawly story, Candice? Well, I don't know if you've noticed with this humidity I've been seeing a hell of a lot more spiders and creepy crawlies around. Well, residents in Greater Sydney are being urged to exercise extreme caution as humid weather conditions trigger an increase in activity among (laughs) our funnel web spiders. Um, It is peak breeding season and it's underway. The spiders have begun to venture out of their burrows in search of their mate. Now, just I'm going to give you a heads up where you might find them. Backyards with dense leaf matter or inside your home, the funnel web spiders prefer cool, damp places like your laundry, <laughs> garage, or in your shoes. Yeah, hit the shoes down. Yeah. Oh. So I found one in my bathroom the other night. I got out of the inside. shower. Yeah, inside, which for me means I need to get the pest man back in. Um, I just had a shower and I was putting my moisturizer on when all of a sudden a funnel web ran across. I obviously freaked out. Um, husband's not around, wasn't around to to kill the spider. You know what? Even if he was there, he's one of those people that would be like, you do it, you do it. How did you oh, freak out? Did you go, oh, oh, what did you do? <laughs> no, I oh, definitely didn't okay. do it like that. Uh, but anyway, I, I found the closest shoe, grabbed it and smashed that spider. That spider had no chance of survival. For me, a good spider is a dead spider. Oh, I get freaked out by them. I, I pass it over to Lynette to... You know, yeah, what's wrong with you, man? Man, I, well, like I, you're all a bunch of. I had an experience early whips. on, like I, I, when I when I moved into Annandale years ago, an older house. I'd sort of just unpacked, and I must have left all the windows open. <laughs> I had a huntsman run across my chest oh, while no I was sound way. asleep. So yeah. I went from being like completely asleep, like I'm a deep sleeper, 
to being out of the bed like Kung Fu style, standing in front of the bed going, <laughs> what the hell was that? Was it a spider? And then I just saw it running away and I spent probably the next 30 minutes chasing it down. What about the people oh. who stop traffic because they may be driving or they're a set of lights the other day. and then a spider might run across the, the dashboard? But I saw on Instagram the other day a snake yep. coming out of someone's air convent. I mean, to me, that would be... I'm, let, I'm hands I, off the wheel. I am out of there. I don't care where I am, what freeway, <laughs> what highway. I am out of that car. Well, it's funny you say that because uh, obviously I grew up in North Queensland around Serena Mackay and my uncle, we, we were going on this little road trip up to uh, the Burdekin, like in Townsville. Anyway, so for some reason uh, he, he had a Monaro. So we're sit, I'm sitting in the back of the Monaro and he's, uh, his pet snake went missing. Pet snake? Pet snake, like a python. Who has a pet snake? Mate, I'm telling you, up in North Queensland, it, it's, it's part and parcel. And anyway, all of a sudden... I saw in the lining of, of the... Uh, it was in the roof. Yeah, it was in the roof. It, it, it obviously comes through the motor or wherever it was. It came through there. He had to stop, cut the lining out and, and, and grab the snake. He had to let the snake go because oh we were goodness. like halfway to Townsville. So, That's frightening. Yeah, but I wasn't frightened, but I didn't go anywhere near it. <laughs> <laughs> well, get involved now. One triple three five three. What is your creepy crawly story, Candice? Kim, what is your creepy crawly story? Hi, everyone. Hello. Doing, um. I was in Hawaii probably like 12 or 13 years ago on a family holiday and we were at a luau and there was night, it was on the sand. Oh, how beautiful. It was lovely until um, felt something crawling on my leg and went, oh God, brush it off and felt it crawl onto my hand. So I flicked my hand away quickly and then looked at my hand and I had this little bite on it. Um, sitting next to dad and I was like, dad, something's just bitten me. And so we went off to the first aid. First aid guy has a look at the bite and says, oh, yeah, that must have been a scorpion. No way. So you didn't see the scorpion, but he told you you'd been bitten by one. Yes, yeah, he identified it as like, oh, yeah, that was a sand scorpion or whatever it was. Non-venomous and must have. It made it. It made it. It's the best story. Awful. Let's go to Mickey Parramatta. Hi, Mick. G'day, guys. How are we going? Go well, mate. What's How a creepy, you? crawly story? Mate, I used to work at this retirement village and it was bin wash day, so I had to walk through some bushes to get to the hose to, to go back to the road to wash the bins. As I'm starting to wash the bins out, I felt something crawling up near my groin and I, me being arachnophobic, I absolutely crapped myself. So... <laughs> I ripped the strides off and they're down around the ankles and I look down and there's this filthy, big, hairy huntsman sitting on me junk, right? Oh, well. So I go to swipe it off as quick as possible and as hard as possible and I end up nutting myself. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in the fetal position in the middle of the road, Emmy Reg Grundies, in absolute agony with me knackers around my ears and I look up and there's five old ladies standing there absolutely cacking themselves. Oh, that's so good, Give mate. That's going to be hard to beat. I love seeing things yeah. like that. If I saw that, I just would have found it the yeah. funniest thing. 100%. Hey, let's go to Ed. Ed, how are you going, mate? Yeah, good, guys. How are we this oh, afternoon? Well. Yeah, good, mate. Good, good mate. Yeah. It would be better if you tell us your creepy crawly story, mate. Um, well, it wasn't me. It happened to our youngest daughter who had gone out to feed her horse and unbeknownst to her from out underneath the feed drum come a brown snake and whacked her on the toe. Mm. But fortunately was saved by one fang hitting her toe ring. She had a yeah, toe ring and it bit that toe. Yes. Yes. My Jeez. goodness. Well, that's wow, how lucky you is your daughter. Not, you, you couldn't have got odds in lotto like yeah, exactly. that. Exactly. You'd buy a lotto ticket with that luck. Mate, can I ask, was it you or your wife allowed her to have that toe ring? Oh, <laughs> he's, he's, gone. he's gone. He's <laughs> gone. And Adam, what is your creepy crawly story? Oh, good evening and afternoon, guys and ladies. Um, yeah, uh, mine is 
my brother back oh, about 20 odd years ago, um, he was sleeping in bed and he felt something um, on his leg and he went to brush it and yeah, he'd been bitten by a spider. Um, so he's screaming, carrying on, ah, oh, been bitten, ah, oh, been bitten, ah, oh, what's going on, what's going on? My dad woke up, I woke up, I'm going, what's going on? He goes, get back to bed, got to bring your brother up to the hospital, he's been bitten by a spider. I went in there and I tried to get the spider and I threw it out over the fence. Um, anyway, he's gone to hospital and they've um, checked it out, fixed it up all right. Um, and yeah, he's um, he's very lucky that it wasn't a. Um, it was just one of those wolf spiders, but it could have been a lot worse because we've had um, in the backyard. There's um, definitely some uh, mouse spiders and some. Yeah. Uh, and some uh, huntsmen's around as well. Oh, so, yeah, he's very him lucky. Where did yeah. he bite anyone? Beat him on the Jats crackers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the swelling. Oh, Leave the swelling, right. mate. Yeah, you've got to put that on <laughs> ice, mate. Time now to give away some Pearl Jam tickets. Triple M presents Pearl Jam. Live on their Dark Matter World Tour with special guests. The Pixies playing Giant Stadium November 21 and 23. Tickets on sale now without the need for a code at livenation.com.au. Russia was better man or woman. Yeah, Triple M is proud to present Pearl Jam on their return to Australia for the Dark Matter World Tour 2024 this November. Have you got someone in your life that's the better man or woman? Do they help you or others out in times of need? Now's your chance to let them know, and we could be sending you both to Pearl Jam. Head to triplem.com.au and tell us about your better man, and we could be calling you. And today, we've got Debbie on the line. Welcome to the Rush Hour, Debbie. Hi, guys. How are you? Really well. Now, you're nominating a better woman. Tell us who and why. I am. I'm nominating my sister, Lisa, as the better woman today because she's a wonderful sister. Um, she was always there to help anyone. As soon as they need it, she'll just drop everything and help out. And um, she's a primary school teacher, so she's very busy with kids all day. Um, and yet whenever anyone needs her in the holidays or after school or on the weekend, she's always the first one to put up a hand to babysit and look after everyone else's kids. And mm. Um, is always really helpful and loving to all the kids and she's a great sister and auntie. So She sounds uh, very selfless. Is she a massive Pearl Jam fan? Oh, yeah. We, we're both massive Pearl Jam fans. We've been fans since way back in the 90s and absolutely love the band and never had a chance to see them live. So this would be, you know, absolutely fantastic to be able to see them in concert and, you know, um, have some fun together and um, hopefully give her a nice reward for all the wonderful things she does for everyone else. Well, Debbie, that sounds incredible. Let's give Lisa a call now and let's let's tell her that you're taking her to Pearl Jam. Hi, Lisa here. Hi, Lisa. It's Jude Bolton from the Rush Hour. How are you doing? Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Lisa, I've got Debbie on the line. Debbie, over to you. Hi, Lisa. Um, I nominated you on this competition to as the better woman. Um, to, so uh-huh. we're going to see Pearl Jam. Oh, yes. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> Pearl Jam was my jam back in the day. Oh, absolutely. yeah. I think it everyone was. Absolutely, <laughs> Lisa. Triple M presents Pearl Jam live on their Dark Matter World Tour with special guests, the Pixies playing Giant Stadium, November 21 and 23. Tickets on sale oh. now without the need for a code at livenation.com.au. You are both How going good. to Pearl Jam. Cool. Awesome. Thank you Thanks so much. much. Lisa, Lisa yeah. and Deb, can I ask our sisters, what's, what's the best thing you bring to a relationship? 
relationship, you know, as, as friends? Well, Debbie um, and I are both not materialistic people. We love experiences rather than material things. So she always tries to spoil me by taking me to concerts. And this is her latest prize. So thank you, Debbie. Wonderful. Yeah. Really appreciate Debbie and Lisa and enjoy the concert late in the year. Thank you. Welcome back to the Rush Hour with Dell. Candace and Jude, but we're missing one of our key stakeholders. We're missing Gussie Wallen, and we've got him on the line from LA. How are you, mate? G'day, boys. G'day, Candace. How are you? Sorry to disturb you from one of your lunches, Gussie. <laughs> I know. We dragged him out. It's actually, it's dinner. It's Mr. Oh, Choice. Uh, Mr. Chow, actually, sorry, Mr. Chow, um, in, Los, in Los Angeles. But I tell you what, there's as many Aussies in Los Angeles as there are in Las Vegas. It's absolutely pumping here. Everywhere you walk, there's just like, Roosters, South Broncos, and uh, Manly jerseys everywhere. It's awesome. Has it got that big game feel that it's it's building as as is? Oh, 100%, mate. I went to the Roosters training this afternoon. They're at UCLA. They're in a really, really great spot. They're just having an absolute ball, but they were doing a wrestling session, then a full contact session. I tell you, Dell, I've never realized how hard you guys hit in a full contact. It's like a proper game, and yeah. it was unbelievable, and they are definitely up for the clash against the Broncos, and yeah, we cannot wait to get to Vegas and get stuck in. So they are up for it. They're not overawed by the occasion. They're really taking this seriously. Yeah, I, I talked to Trent Robinson, Candice, about, you know, just getting away like this. He said we had no camp, and what we decided to do was make out as if it was a World Club Challenge, which obviously they've done a few times in 18 and 19. And for the new players, it was all about sort of getting stuck into the, to the training when you had to train, but then learning about the culture of the place when you weren't going out to dinners and having a good time. They've done that all as a club. Um, Nick Politis has been out he- over here so, and uh, Marky Burris as well, taking them out to fancy places. But I tell you what, today it, it looked like they were definitely focused. And I spoke to Luke here and he said, Gussie, we've had some fun, but as of today, it is game on. Speaking about game on, the Broncos are the favourites. So they've got a really good side there. But the Roosters, they look well balanced. I'm surprised that Angus Crichton was left out. Yeah, and I think he was disappointed at training too, mate. He, uh, he didn't look as if he was the happiest camper, believe me. So... There's so many players on, on both sides that have been left out, which shows the quality of, of both sides. So it should be an absolute cracker. Obviously, we've got the warm-up game or the pre-game with Manly and South. And then we get stuck into the real deal. Did you off? <laughs> when you spoke to Trent Robinson, oh, he's very funny, funny, funny. Um, when <laughs> you spoke mate. to Trent Robinson, did he, did he discuss about how vital it is that the Roosters get off to a good start? Because in the past few years... Yeah. They, you know, they've really struggled those first few rounds. Dolphins last year. Yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. Got beaten by the Dolphins last year in a big game at Lang Park. Got absolutely flogged, actually. And then, you know, have always come home strong, but you leave yourself too much to do. And, of course, if you get some injuries at that back end, it just has been too hard for the Roosters since uh, Penrith have taken over. So, yeah, absolutely. He goes, look, the proof will be in the pudding um, on Saturday night. He said, we hopefully go well, but he said the boys have done everything they can everything they've been asked for. But, yeah, no, he's very much, Candace aware of that situation that they've started really poorly. And they've got the, they've got Manly the second round and then South Sydney. And that can – so they could end up being 0-3 if they don't get Probably. their asses into gear. So, you know, it's all it's all about um, starting well and then you set your season up. Now, Gussie, you've got the Chooks shorts on. You've got the polo oh, on. Are you mate. trying to angle for a, a running the water or what are you oh, trying to do? Hey. Like. Hey, Jude, Jude, what happened was today I turned up with all that gear on and Robbo came out and he goes, do you want to play? Uh-huh. And I went to you and he goes, he goes do you want to, he said, do you want to wear too short for uh, the contact session? No, and I'm looking didn't. at him. I'm no. thinking, he's, got, he's taking the piss, obviously. And he goes, We're, we are too short. He said, I want to keep a couple of blokes back. 
Um, so if you want to do the contact session, yep. you can just sort of hang on the wing. And I'm like, no way. Yeah. Like, absolutely no way. But no, I, I, I have been wearing the gear around, which most of the Aussies in LA and in Vegas have been doing exactly the same. But yeah, no, I had my little moment to, to oh. take it up, but I, oh. I chickened out big time because these, they're just massive and too big and just too strong for me. So We've, we've seen um, Del run at you the in the studio. We've seen Del oh, run yeah, in no, the studio right. and you but, shit yourself. Oh, yeah. You know what? You know what, Del? You look and as, and, and as fit as any of those players out there. You, you're in such good nick, brother. I really I admire you. I appreciate that. 50 I, this year, looking yeah. good. I just I just saw a glimpse of myself before work today, and I just said, mate, geez, you're looking a treat, big Del. <laughs> I just want to ask you, so you're wearing all this Roosters gear, and obviously Shore and Partners are flowing you over there. Are you going to wear your yeah. Roosters stuff to the Shore and Partners uh, box? I am, because Manly are playing South first, and sorry, Candice, but you, you would do the same if it was against the Roosters. I'm obviously a massive Manly fan in that first game, and then um, and then I'll be there for the Roosters all set and ready to go in that second main game. So I want to know, there's, there's a huge buzz, there's plenty of Aussies over there. Are the Americans, mm. the, the, the locals, are the Americans, are they talking about it? Not as much as I was hoping. Matt, that might change when we get to Vegas yeah. on Thursday, but certainly around LA and stuff, they're interested in it, and when... We then show them clips and stuff, and there's that thing that Russell Crowe did so beautifully, which was explaining rugby league to Americans. They just go, I can't believe that they hit that hard without helmets and pads and that sort of stuff. So I think it's going to be a slow burn, Candice. I don't think we're going to get them all over the line this first year. But, you know, Peter Volandis, he's a smart operator. Five years worth of this, I think eventually they'll get it. And um, I'm excited to, to be here to start the ball rolling. When you say you're showing them clips, are you showing them your TED Talk? Is that what you're showing? <laughs> No, I'm showing them the Russell Crowe's oh, magnificent oh, oh, explanation of, of rugby course. league to Americans, you know. But don't worry, there was a bloke last night um, at the uh, polo bar at the hotel we're sta- staying at, and one of the blokes said that I had done a tent talk, and he was interested enough. And then this morning he said he watched it over at uh, when he went back to his room, and he and he gave me a bit of love over Brecky. So that was nice in front of the That's boys. That's lovely. Well, speaking of a bit of love, uh, when's uh, Hugh Jackman catching up with you, mate? Friday, mate. He flies in Friday. So yeah. he comes in from New York on Friday, Arvo. So we've got a, a dinner with all the boys before yep. they go to U2 on Friday. Then he'll be with us on Saturday and Saturday night for the game. And then we all fly back out on Sunday. So Very disappointed you would wait. be. Yeah. Fly home disappointed. Cannot cannot wait to see him, obviously. It's been a while. He's been through a lot. So I'm looking forward to to seeing the big fella. We'll check in with you later on the week, mate, when you hit Las Vegas, Gussie Warland. Sounds great. See you, Dale. See you, Candace. See you later, dude. Thanks, fearless captain. Enjoy, mate. You're so selfless, mate. The rush hours. Run the gauntlet. Yeah, absolutely. It's time to run the run the gauntlet with the rush hour, and we're going to bring one of our listeners to the line. We've got Jeff in Maroubra. How are you, Jeff? Hello, Hello Jeff. Thank you, guys. How are you? Good Very day. well, Good mate. Uh, now, the way this operates is we are going to roll the dice. We've got Candice Warner here. She's going to roll a starting number, and then it's a higher or lower competition from there. You ready to go? Yep. Are you feeling lucky? Now, this is for the Makita merch pack, so he needs a starting number. So okay, can you roll go. this for All us, right, Candice? clearing the table. Here clearing we go. Clearing the table. Right, right, here, roll it down. Make it a good one. Okay, five, you five. roll the five, Jeff. That's so great. higher yes. or lower for the Makita merch yeah. pack? Lower. 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 Let's on, go, Candace. Candace. Come on. You're a hot hand before. Oh, oh she's hit the post, the post five. No. We're going Ooh. to Shane you in South tell me. You didn't tell me about hitting the post. Yeah. Hey, you didn't explain Candace. that to me. On Candace the line is out. Bad luck, Jeff. We've Sorry. got Shane in South. No, we've got Philip in Canley yeah. Heights. We've got Philip, Philip on the line. How are you, Philip? 
Jeez, Gannis. Hello, Philip. Philip. So, Shane, go back to Shane. Shane. <laughs> We're going back we'll to Shane. One. We're going to Shane in South Windsor. How are you, Shane? Hello, Shane. Hello, Shane. Hello, hello. Oh, we've got this you. Is a debacle, we've this. got you. I love how chaotic this is. Yeah. We, you are up for the Makita merch pack and a copy of Rugby League Icons. He is on number five, yeah. higher or lower, okay. Shane? Uh, lower. Yeah. All right, let's go. Come on, Candace. Better than that. Oh, she's rolled a five. She's, she's hit the post again. My cards. Oh, <laughs> she was on fire. Apologies, Shane. We're going sorry, to guys. Mark in Ingleburn. Mark. Mark, okay. Mark's on the final level. Now, Mark, yeah. this is for the Makita merch pack, a copy of Rugby League Icons and a double pass to see Peter Garrett at the Factory Theatre Marrickville on Friday, March 15. She's rolled how many fives in a row? Yeah. Three. Three. Three in a row. Okay. okay. Higher or lower and you are on a five, Mark? Lower. Let's go. Come on, Candice. She's yeah. going to yeah. you win the Makita merch pack, the copy of Rugby League Icons <laughs> and... The tickets, the double pass to see Peter Garrett at the Factory Theatre. Congratulations, well done, Mark. Mate. Thanks very much. I knew her luck wouldn't go too good. Oh, yeah, good in a She's worse than Gus Waller. <laughs> I, I can't help it. Hey, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. It's time to do one of these. Super simple one today. Can you double dip your chips? Where Absolutely are you? Absolutely you can. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. Why? Because of, mate. Because why? Because of germs, your saliva. Because mate, you, you saw wanna... it on the Seinfeld? No, no. I just, I just, I just think it's, on, I, it's not good. You're a double dipper. Absolutely I am. I don't, I don't see a problem with it. So, like, is it straight back? Because this is, the, there's been an article talking about the fact that double dipping there's a, a possibility of people rotate the chip. You know, you dip once and you turn it over and then no, go down. No, I don't do that. So you're just straight back in. I'm that's straight even more, back in. Yeah, that's even more grotesque than this. Well, yeah. no. Would you share a bottle of water with your daughters or your wife? That's not what we're talking about. No, yeah. no. no it's, I'm not talking to you this right hosting, now. I'm talking this is, this to you. This is hosting guests. We're talking hosting guests. I yeah. would share a bottle with my daughters, of course. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So then what's the difference? I'm saying this is you're hosting people over at your house. Yes, You've got a, a big bowl of, you know, Doritos, corn chips, whatever it is. And some guacamole. Yeah, absolutely. I don't have a problem with it. And if you have a problem with it, don't eat it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Can I believe this? Anytime soon. Well, you're not invited. The fact is, this particular one talks about the fact that even the chip rotation is, you, you should never double dip it. Full stop because of the you know the things that might be on your hands, mm. um, the well, more bacteria. And okay, that sort of the stuff. people that eat the the nuts on the bar, mm. that's probably no different. I don't yeah. know. But have you ever heard of anyone who has got sick from double dipping? Yes. Who, oh, now you're lying. You <laughs> okay. are a liar. Okay, I'm, a liar. I'm a liar. I'm a liar. I, I just cannot believe you're a double dipper. I yeah. just don't see what the problem so, is. Yeah, like even at, even in, would you? You haven't worn any heat when you're at someone else's house and you're just double dipping well, in front they, of everyone? they do look at me yep. like, what are you doing? Yeah. But I don't care. You don't care? I, I don't care. I feel, feel, for your, feel for your daughters, actually. So, you know, you haven't taught them well there. I know you're a good mother, but jeez. I mean, it's just common sense. <laughs> common sense. You've got to wash your hands and the yep. like, but you, I don't think you can double dip. Yeah. Well... You've watched too many Seinfeld episodes. No, oh. Yes. We, we're going to put it out to our callers yeah. because they, yeah. they will dis- decide everything. No, I reckon there's more double dippers out there than you think. No. Well, okay. give us a call and solve it for us. This is our first world problem, double dipping. Can you double dip? And even this, the double dip rotation, the chip rotation. No, Can you dip, do it as well? Because you know that it's wrong, so you you, you flip it over. Oh, they're both wrong, but you know it's they're both wrong. wrong. Okay. Put so, Candace in her spot, please. Yeah. One triple three five three now.
And I'll tell you what, the board's lit up just to have a go to you, Candice. Let's have a chat to Nev in Hornsby. You've given us a call. How are you, Nev? G'day, guys. I'm well. How are you? Where do you sit on this first world problem, mate? Look, immediate family only, wife and kids. Anyone whose meals I would finish, mm-hmm. I would double dip. Yeah, exactly, Nev. That's not what you okay, said, so Candice. But, so yeah. but I'm not, not at a party. Yeah. Come so, on. Uh, you've just received a text yeah. from <laughs> some, none other than your mother. My your mother okay. just texted me just saying, say? That is disgusting. <laughs> Double dipping is disgusting. I raised you better than that. Oh, <laughs> wow. Let's go to Selena. How are you, Selena? Welcome Hi. to Russia. Hi. Hi. Hey, double Hi. dipping, yes or no? Oh, absolutely. Yes, and Selena. If you think about all the meals you've had over the years and who cooks them and stirs them and tastes them as they cook, and put that spoon straight back in there and stir it again. Yeah, Absolutely. Like if you make a, a, a bolognese sauce, yeah. you're, you're stirring it with a wooden spoon, yeah, okay. you try yeah. it, and then you put the wooden spoon yeah, back in. That's a bit different. It's called love. You've been called out by Dan Ganane before. Yeah. What, what was that? What happened? What well, happened? we're just about to go on the back page on yeah. Fox Sports mm. and we had some spring rolls and I was just eating the spring roll, dipping it into the communal yeah. soy sauce. That's and right. He oh, caught, yeah. caught me out. And, Rightly yeah. so. Filthy. Let's go to Simon and Oatley. How are you, Simon? Good, guys. How are we? Good. Good. Double dipping, yes or no? Mate, I think Candace is wrong here, but yeah. there is a solution, and, and I think it's get your implement, whether it's a spring roll or chip, and just go hard on the first dip, and there's no need to go back again. That's exactly You've what, got that's to what I do. Yeah, but that, sometimes that, the corn chip breaks if you if you no. load it up too much. No. <laughs> yeah. Grab another one. Grab that's another right, one. Right. Well done. Yeah, so let's I, go to Michael there. Michael, mate, your thoughts? Hey, Michael. Hey, Michael. Hey, guys, how are you? We're good, thank you. Double dipping, yes or no, mate? Mate, I'm all for it. Like, anyone who's honestly against it, right, I don't see why if people were that concerned about germs, how many people bite their fingernails? Yes. Yeah. Fair yeah. cool. I'll give you that. But, I mean, That's Michael, a bit different, are, you, are you doing it publicly, though? Are you, are, you, yeah, you, yeah. are you willing to wear the heat if you're at a public sort of, you know, barbecue or the like? Mate, I'm pudgy as I'm willing to do it anywhere. <laughs> what about the people? They're so worried about germs, yeah. yet they will have a random passion on the dance floor or, or something like that. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. Finish this off, Gabby. Gabby. How are you, Gabby? Hey, guys. How are you? Double Sorry, dipping. Oh, uh, Us no, females look, have to stick together, no, Gabby. No, 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 Gabby, speak, boys. We do need to stick together. However, look, I'm up for the chip rotation, but only among family. Otherwise, I think... You have to respect other people's boundaries. Others might not want your saliva. But if they don't like it, don't eat it. Well, Del, well, what's the what's the result, sir? Well, our listeners, uh, our percentage is 78% Candace says no well, to I, double dipping. I call that BS because I would say that no. 78% no. of the callers then just no. said that double dipping is okay. No, Candace, Candace, <laughs> honestly. You've been shut down here. Yeah. Don't double dip and yeah. don't, yeah, particularly the spring rolls I'm and not things stopping like that. It. Yes, you are. Just Disgusting. don't come over for dinner. Disgusting. Okay, I won't then. Time to talk football with this Tigers legend. Actually, have a lot in common with our next guest. We too have spent all of our footballing life in the second row of the grandstand because it's easiest to get out of to get chips and pies because it's located next to the the gate on the same level as the canteen. Slightly different to him who played as a second rower for the West Tigers, but some would say just as legit. He was loyal to the Tigers, stuck with him from 2006 to 2020. He's also played six games for Australia, which we'll, we'll admit we, we haven't done, but we've played songs for Australia on 
The radio, yeah, no, it's, he's better than us. Please welcome to the Rush Hour, West Tigers legend, it's Chris Lawrence. Yeah, welcome, Chris. How's life treating you, mate? Yeah, very good, thanks, mate. It's uh, good to uh, watch the footy uh, of a weekend and not have your body feel like a, <laughs> a car accident every weekend. You've retired. How do you spend your days? Uh, it's a lot busier than usual. I think that's probably the one thing they don't tell you. Uh, you retire, you think oh, you're going to have all this time, but you realise just how much time you do have uh, when you're playing professional sport. Uh, for me, I've finished up and I was fortunate enough, I uh, started an uh, education company whilst I was playing. So we're our own um, RTO or private TAFE. So we do a lot of work with athletes um, uh, in schools and do a lot of work with disadvantaged job seekers. So uh, very interesting and keeping me busy and that's sort of growing. So it's, uh, it's a new challenge and a lot of similarities uh, to sport with business. Yeah. You're flying one day and it brings you back down a level uh, for most of the time. So, Chris, does that help them transition out of the game and things like that? Because it's, yeah. it's a big issue with, with elite athletes, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And that's probably one thing when we first started uh, doing courses for athletes in, in sort of 2011, 2012, I had a really bad experience with uni. Mm. Um, pretty much dropped out because the, they weren't accommodating. And a lot of the guys um, I was playing with, it was very hard and no structures were built for athletes. So we had the mission we're going to create education solar for athletes. And we initially did that through... A fitness course because fitness was very relatable for athletes as a good stepping stone for those who had, you know, disengaged at 15, 16, signed a contract, you know, 22, 23. Um, it's like anything, if you don't practice a skill of learning or anything like that, it's very hard to pick it up. So um, we did that for a number of years, eight years. And um, as the business grew, we sort of grew, grew into other areas as well. Mate, I, I remember you um, debuting as a 17-year-old. You know, we had Wade Graham, I think Freddie debuted at 17, Andrew Eddinghouse, and you're in good company. But even yourself, you played for Australia, you never played for New South Wales. But what was it like as a 17-year-old debuting for the West Tigers against my Broncos? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a pretty unique story. Um, Tim Sheens was really good at blooding young players and uh, he used to bring them up and be 18th man on a lot of travel uh, weekends. So me and another young player who they selected as, you know, rising talents coming through and we're training just that week and um, Paul Fatuira, I think two days yeah. out, did his hammy. Wow. And so we're just sort of sitting there and Sheens just walks up to me and said, looks like you're playing, kid. And what? so I, was, I wasn't 18, so I didn't have a con- – I was just signed like a second-tier contract. Uh, so they quickly had to draw up a contract. I couldn't sign it. My dad had to sign it because I wasn't 18. Uh, and then, yeah, two days later, I'm playing in front of 40,000 in Suncorp. So to be honest, it's probably a good thing because I didn't have time to think about yeah. it. Mm. I just sort of ran out there and I didn't really have time to process it, really. The Broncos won the premiership that year too, didn't they? They did. The last game they lost was against us. Yeah. yeah. Game, so. 2006, <laughs> yeah, they haven't won one since. Boys, fill up the cupboard. <laughs> uh, you're a one-club player. How important was it for you at the back end of your career to remain at the Tigers? I definitely wanted, wanted to do that. And I think early on in my career, it's something I always wanted to do. Again, as time's changed, um, it has become more of a business. Um, so I, I think... I got to a point where I sort of thought, well, I don't want to go, um, you know, and if I had the opportunity to stay, I would. But in saying that, you know, if I wanted to keep playing, particularly that last year in 2020, there was a point in time where I didn't think that there was a spot for me at the Tigers. So I'd just come back from a bad injury and I had that burning yeah. desire to play. So I thought uh, if the opportunity is not the Tigers, I'll give every opportunity to try and stay and uh, did so, you know, pretty much for the love of the game in that sense. But if an opportunity came elsewhere that the Tigers, I would have probably taken it because of that sort of burning desire to keep playing. Mm. What about this year's squad of the Tigers? I mean, they've, they've got the bye first round and they've got the Raiders down in Canberra round two. How do you see Benji and, and what's a pass mark, I guess, for this year's Tigers? Oh, it's, it's very hard to say what a pass mark is. I think, you know, you're coming off two wooden spoons, but you have, you know, big change in squads. Mm. You know, one of the biggest things with, with all sport is confidence and uh, you obviously get confidence from winning, but, you know, when you are in a rut of obviously losing games and, and there are guys who 
have been, uh, you know, in there the last couple of years and have received those wooden spoons. So the only way they're going to work through that is by doing the reps in training, building the confidence by knowing they've done the work. Uh, and then they'll build confidence together and winning's a habit. So once they string one or two wins together, they'll understand they've got that confidence. The one positive thing, they've got a lot of young guys who have been successful in junior competitions who yep. haven't had, the, I suppose, the, the scars of in having successive wooden spoons. Um, middle of the year when they start to come through and really show how good and classy those guys are, um, you know, they, they're really going to make a mark. So I don't think you can say you know, a position is a mark, but I think the improvement, uh, if you see growth and improvement, that's a pass mark, yeah. Stick around. We want you to play two strong hearts with our very own Wendell Sayer. You ready to go? Yeah, let's go. Perfect. Time to play two strong hearts with Chris Lawrence. Two strong hearts. We stick together like the honey and the bee. Exactly. We've got Chris Lawrence oh, in that studio. Was so and cringy. Oh, cringy. Oh, no, he just he ruins every good song. I mean, Johnny Farnham hasn't come after us yet, yeah. but he will. He will. Um, all right. Two strong hearts. The way this operates, Chris, is we're going to throw five categories out there. Uh, you've got three seconds, and then you've got to say the same answer as Dell. And Dell's very left field, so it's yeah, hard. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, we're we're going to see how, how, how much on the same page we're here. I'll keep it know. simple. I know Lottie DeCure is your man, but like, oh, trust me, you would love say. to play with me. <laughs> What's your best day? with another rugby league player? Uh, me and Petro, four. And Seabol, Seabol and I got four. Oh, you've okay. got best mates. Though. Yeah, right. my best mates. All right. Right. First one. Something you do at the gym in three, two, one. Bench press. Yeah. We know, we know, look at that chest. That's unbelievable. Wow. Oh, fist bumping in here, oh, look at Some people have okay. got to do curls. Well, I don't need to do curls. I'm the big girl, baby. <laughs> All right. A Sydney suburb starting with the letter B. In three, two, one. Bondi. Bondi. Oh, boom. Two, okay. two. You let us into that one. That was yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. Right. Wait, don't laugh because last one, last one time I said Bronte because I used to live in Bronte. Oh. <laughs> I thought you would have said Balmain. Yeah, see? So it's not that I'm easy. Thinking no, he's thinking Dale. Yeah. He knows. Oh. He's a, yeah. you know. They know I'm the OG. All right. A farm animal in three, two, one. Cow. Pig. Oh, Ooh. why would you say pig? No one cares <laughs> about a pig. It's either horse or cow. Okay, what? Horse isn't a farm animal. What? What? Since when? Yes, yeah, since a hello. <laughs> <laughs> a horse is not a farm animal. Okay, right here. We're going to address. We're going to address. Oh, okay. That's right. Right. Different three. All right. A brand of beer in three, two, one. Two is. Someone oh, Jewish to New South Wales. Uh, okay. Yeah, I would have said 4X, but yeah. you being a... Okay, okay. missed that one. Sorry. Right on. Only on the two. So you're worried, worried about your weight. You're worried about your weight, weren't you there? Super dry like that. Yeah, I know. I was thinking that. Me too. <laughs> a type of sauce in three, two, one. Tomato. Oh, oh no. barbecue. This is barbecue. Yeah, yeah. It is, mate. That's, Chris. That's why, because I'm a barbecue man. Oh, okay. it is. So do you have a barbecue alone? What? You have a barbecue alone? <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what setting. <laughs> Thank you for coming in. Mate. mate, a massive season kicks off in Vegas yeah. this week. Can't wait. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Chris it. Chris Lawrence. Great show, guys. Great awesome. show. Mate, mate, good. Do it Reedy's all again tomorrow. tomorrow. How good. Reedy's mail's great. Like, but even Gus. Gus having a good time, mate. Absolutely. But you know what? We're glad you're in Candice. You're doing Thanks a great job. Thanks for having me. Great to have you in here, Cass. See you soon. Love you. Bye. The Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Weekdays from 4 on Triple M.